Speak Between the Lines podcast. The shit that's uncool to talk about, we make cool to listen to. You know, we never just let it breathe. Nah, we don't. We don't let it breathe. We were until you brought it up. Yeah, I kind of set myself up for that, didn't I? <laughs> so we let it breathe? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> he does not want to let this song breathe at all. I guess so. I guess we let it breathe. <sighs> all right, man. Speak between the last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Episode. Oh, you know, I don't like this, honest. Well, it's music. We wasn't silence. Mm. Touche, my good man. Touche. Okay. Mm-hmm. 63. Mm-hmm. All right, man. It's your boy, Rez. I'm joined with J Rock. King Gabe is here signing in. And we got a lot to talk about, but um, yeah. my man just came off the road. I'm not sure. Is that a part of your wins or losses? Uh, I mean, it's, it's not, not necessarily the road per se, but. Up something that happened, yeah, it is. Okay, cool, cool. Because I but definitely yeah, want to. I want to hear about this trip. Yeah, dog. Yeah, definitely, definitely tired, bro. Fifteen hours on the road is that shit is trash as hell. So, you know, this is, begin- where, huh? this is where telling us you're gonna mail it in. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to let everybody know. Hey, Rez, I'm glad you caught that. <laughs> <laughs> just watch the timer. Just make sure our shit. I know, right? Going. Just make sure our shit don't stop on us. Yeah, bro, I'm I'm done for a dog. I don't know. I'm gonna be here a little bit. <laughs> yo, I the believe video. It. I, yo, believe it. <laughs> I know y'all won't see this, but you know, cause we only hot taking shit now. But uh, nigga. Uh, this nigga's eyes slant after he said that shit. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like done, done, dude. Cause we got into like four o'clock last night. And you know, like in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got in at four o'clock in the morning. We didn't leave. We didn't leave Florida till like twelve. Wow. Shout out to uh, Ave with the dedication. Yeah, bro. We in this bitch. Nigga would have called in sick. Yeah. What, what were you last week, Rock? A decoration of mm-hmm. an ornament or something? An ornament. Oh, I got you. I got you this week. Oh, okay. Mm. I'll let you off the hook this time. Appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Wins and losses. Wins and losses. Dubs and L's. All right. So this week I have a win. I'm just about finished with all this moving shit. Mm, hey. So that's all I've been doing today is just going back and forth. Had the movers come out. So all the furniture is in the new apartment. Mm. Uh, everything is just about set up. The only thing I let's do is just unpack clothes. And eventually I'm going to be hanging the TV probably in the next couple of weeks. And everything will be set up. That's what's up, man. The apartment lets you just mount TVs on the wall like that? I, I don't care. <laughs> oh, you just gonna pay the secure deposit? Yeah, just gonna lose deposit. Off, off day one, say I ain't yeah. getting this back anyway. Hey, yeah, no, you you never get the money back anyway. So you don't, you, you don't. So my nigga don't clean. <laughs> you, you, we you are gonna make it go for a good cost this time. TV uh, will be mounted. <laughs> that's what's up, man. I ain't mad at that. Shout out to the new apartment. Shout out to the new apartment, man. Shout out to the new apartment. You think you gonna like it there? Hell yeah. Have you met any of your neighbors yet? Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> so, no. Y'all meet neighbors in apartments? Not not really, no. but uh, I saw a bunch of kids walking around. So one of my neighbors has at least two to three younger kids. What floor are you on? Third. Oh, okay. Shit. So you good. want me to help you with the, on the third floor? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he asked you to help him? 
<laughs> I got you, bro. See, this Damn. Why, this why, why you going to the third floor? This is why you get the okay to help before uh, my tell uh, yeah. I love my G. Like, what, what does like, the third like floor help carrying the, the washer and dryer? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, actually, the washer and dryer is pretty light. So, yeah, we got it. We got it. And you've been working out, so it's all good. Absolutely. And this is going to be your workout for the week. Yeah, yeah. Third floor. At least you ain't gotta worry about people being on top of you, and which is which is why I always do it. Oh, you're up, you're up, you're at the top. Yeah, I, I hate that. Yeah, I, I hate hearing around. that shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's frustrating. That does suck. So I don't have to worry about it. People under me, hey, it is what it is. Respect. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna be as loud as you want to be, as loud as I can be. I got you, bro. Oh, Jay. <laughs> That nigga be walking heavy through the night. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Barefoot and shit. They gonna make sure all his shit hit him. go to the bathroom in the middle of the night for no reason because he's getting older. <laughs> like, shit. Try to make as much noise as possible. <laughs> Two o'clock in the morning, the toilet just start flushing. Like, damn. Hell yeah. Like, damn, what is he up there doing? <laughs> shit. He's tripping. <laughs> Man, I got I got an L and then a win at the same time. So, okay, let's hear it. Well, it's not. Well, I guess it is my win because I'm not in trouble with my wife. But <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I, I was um, I was hooping this weekend. Yeah. And my wedding ring slipped off. Oh, okay. <laughs> I could not. I could not find it over like thirty. Minutes. <laughs> bro, it was like bro. 30, that's the man, worst. I was sick. It's the scariest feeling. The world, I was bro. sick because I'm I'm in Florida, right? So it's not like once we leave, like that's, that's over. it. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh my gosh. And we were at a we were at a um kind of like a, a soccer complex. So it could have been at the court or it could have been like at the, at the soccer fields. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was with um. I was with this uh, one guy. Um, well, my, my he's my nephew. He's my niece. Uh, my niece. My, he's my oh, nephew. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that was my nephew. Like. I was my nephew, and he was helping me sure? find it. It's twenty nineteen. I know, right? Things okay. <laughs> happen. No, I can't keep up with the gender swaps now. Yeah. It used to be my nephew. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's my niece. Man. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, but, I'm sorry. No, but we was out there. Like it was like thirty minutes, dude. And I was like, you know that like that gut feeling you get, like, oh man, like this is this is not gonna be cool. But yeah. this one guy who ended up pooping with us ended up finding it. Like, Ooh, yeah, that was close. Stranger, yeah, yeah, shout out to him, dog. He said he like he stepped on something hard. He looked down, he saw my ring, and the sun was going down, and my ring is black. So I was like. I, mean, I was crunched for time, but wow, yeah, man. So, shout did out you thank him, buddy? I did. I gave him five dollars. That was all I had on me first. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, because we saved his like, marriage. Hey, man, five dollars for you. That's what I said to him. I was like, look, bro, I ain't got much. I got this five dollar bill. Like, Nigga, your marriage worth a value bill? That's not even super size like this. <laughs> Shout out Look, to the soundboard. Hey, that's all I had, man. Hey, that's all I had, bro. Oh, I had five dollars. I had five. I was like, Look, bro, it's all I got. I got five dollars. So, what do you say? Thanks? He said thanks. Yeah, he said appreciate you. He said appreciate you. He was a good kid, man. Don't don't do me. Don't, oh, he's don't a make kid. Me feel that's bad. why he failed for it. Right. Yeah, when a grown up, he was like he was like a freshman in high school. Oh, oh shit, yeah, yeah. That, was, yeah. that was lunch money. Yeah, I'm not gonna pay no grown man. Eating that plastic pizza. <laughs> Hey, I don't see that piece go hard. Nigga, that piece, I don't know what it was made of, but that <laughs> plastic wow. shit. You was right. That shit was made of plastic. Good Lord. I missed that piece. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. That's, I got. that's all I got with that one. All right. Well, I got a, I, well, I took an L, a pretty bad L, but I first have to give kudos to Ave 
Because he me. put me, yeah, yeah. Because you put me onto the uh, the flight thing with. Um, remember for your birthday, you went uh, flying over Dallas. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Dinner so on the flight. My bad. Me, me and my wife finally did that, and so that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that went way better than I thought it was going to be. But I thought we were going to be in a helicopter. I don't know why I thought. Were you in a helicopter? We were in a helicopter. Okay, we were in a helicopter. Yeah, I saw you guys were in a plane. Yeah, I, was, I yeah. saw it on the Facebook. Y'all that was. Nice. Because the helicopter landed and we're like, okay, cool, cool, cool. But then the couple in front of us went to like the plane. And we're like, oh, why are they special? <laughs> and then they <laughs> and then they came and got us and we went to the plane. We were like, oh, we're not we're not ready for this. We, we thought we were just gonna be in a helicopter going slow. Uh-huh. Man, if they took off. <laughs> like, <quick. laughs> that joint got out of there on boy, you, didn't it? <laughs> man, the missus was shook on that landing though, boy. <laughs> was it? Oh. Yeah, she was shook. But nonetheless, I just want to say thank you for that. But my L was oh, yeah. um you know, so I'm 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 heavy into my uh, get out of debt mode again, right? Oh, Off of that okay. book, right? Mm-hmm. So I see that my mortgage payment is coming out every month, and I start doing some research. I'm like, what's the faster way to pay off the mortgage? And I find out about the biweekly payments, right? Where if you make a payment, even if it's the same amount, you just cut it in half every two weeks. It cuts your interest down. So, like hypothetically speaking, like let's say your mortgage is a thousand dollars. Right, mm-hmm. you pay five hundred dollars uh, in week two, another five hundred dollars in week four, and at the end of the year, you've actually made twenty six payments. Right? Okay. okay. All that equals one extra payment, which cuts your interest down because your uh. interest can't calculate as fast unless you know you wait for the whole month. So cool. Mm. I find out that it would save about seven years off of my mortgage. Like I would pay the house off seven years faster just by making the same payment, just splitting it in half. Mm. So I'm like, bet. Wait, so you're, so instead of me making one payment, mm-hmm. you're making two separate payments. Yeah, but the same amount each month. Exactly. So if it's sixteen hundred dollars, you pay eight hundred dollars uh, one one paycheck, another eight hundred dollars the next paycheck. But what's happening is it's cutting the interest down. Hmm. So the interest isn't calculating as fast. So you're saving money. Uh, That's actually pretty dope. It's it's really dope, and it's not unheard. Like it's very popular. A lot of people. Talk about doing this. Hmm. Is, is this depending on the type of loan that you have, or is this? It's dep- well, any loan you can do it for is dependent on the lender. Mm, so okay. some lenders will penalize you. Hence mm. my L. So thought you were paying off my boy. <laughs> so real quick, I'm I'm trying to pay off the loan. I go online. I take myself off auto draft. Right. Uh-huh. So I go online to do the one-time payment. Like, bet the part where you put the money in is grayed out. So it has my mortgage payment for the full month. I can't change can't it. Change it. It's grayed out so that you can't do it. And then if you call in over the phone, they charge you to make the additional payment. Mail it in. So, well, I thought about that too. Okay. Until I found out that my lender doesn't apply the payment when you make it half and half. They will wait until your payment's due. So if I send them a check for half of the mortgage, they're not going to apply it to the loan until the actual full mortgage is due. So I just wasted time. Mm. Damn. And that's how they get around the interest. That sucks. So I mean, I'm guessing based on what you're saying, you wouldn't even be able to pay off your your house quicker. Because you're set into paying a certain amount each month, right? I thought the same thing. So I did some research. So just quick tip for the mortgage owners. Um, if you want to get around this, if your lender does not allow you to uh, pay 
half and half or if they will let you pay half, but they won't apply it. What you want to do is you take your mortgage payment, you divide it by 12 and that's going to give you a number. Whatever that number is, you pay that in addition every month to your mortgage Hmm. directly to the principal. And it does the exact same thing. Uh, This way you have to pay more money, though. You do have to pay more money. Mm-hmm. So in this sense, I was just going to do it just because it was going to save time and I'm not pay- changing the payments. Mm-hmm. But for my lender, I have to make the additional payment. I think mine is like an extra 136. Yeah. And so what I'm going to do is just focus back on getting the regular debt out of the way and then I'll take the mortgage later. But yeah. Right on, bro. <laughs> The next said, nope. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good try. This shit was grayed out on you. Damn. Like grade gray, like the hard gray, mm. which is very light. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you should have you should have just you should have just saved up your money until you had enough to pay for the house in full, dog. I mean, right. you I, yeah. Why, why would you go in debt? <laughs> why would I go in debt? Right. Yeah, I'm, this. Just, I'm just an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> that is good advice though, bro. I wonder if I wonder I'm gonna see if we can try that. Who's your I'll ask you off air. No, no, I'll shoot him. Who is it? Prom Linden. Oh no, no, no. They switched me. It's uh Lone Care. Lone Care? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they, they they you know, you buy a house and then they they sell your loan out like 30 days later or 60 days later to another lender that you oh, ain't never heard of. I yeah. hate that, man. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Damn. Okay then. Yeah. All right, everybody for tweets. Shoot. Okay, just had to make sure. Feeling good, feeling great. Feeling great, feeling good. How are you? You. All right, two between the lines. I had to make sure I was clicking the, the that right. That nigga was tired. That nigga, <laughs> that nigga said, oh, he's all oh, tweet between the lines. <laughs> yeah, tweet between the lines. So, when no had it enthusiasm. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, Yo. I said what I said. He's not speaking into the mic. Uh, <laughs> he's not I doing said anything. what I said when I said it. <laughs> this is the best y'all getting. <laughs> no, nah, I'm going I'm to I'm juice up a little bit. I'm going to juice up. I'm all, right. juice up. All, right. all right, so we got one tweet. Uh, it's actually a question for us. Um, it has to do with budgeting, right? So they said, when budgeting, how much money do you allocate towards food? Do you get an allowance? And if so, is more or less is it more or less based on gender? It depends on how hungry you are. And I don't know what gender has anything to do with it. Everybody got to eat. Oh, yeah, I'm hungry. Um, so if, if, if you're going to stick to it, then it works great. So uh, back when I was cooking every day, I could allocate about $200 for almost two and a half weeks mm-hmm. worth of food. And that's me cooking for, you know, bringing to lunch and cooking for when I get off. So I don't think gender has much of a role because I guess men may eat more than women. So you may be able to. That's sexist. I, I, hey, she asked a question. She asked a question. I don't, I don't know what she wants. Men yeah. are hungry too. Men are hungry too. Hey, and so are women. It's the reason why it's called the hungry man meal. Well, maybe, I guess yeah. Maybe that's the point. So, if if you do eat more, um, are you are, is your funds allocated more? Like, do you get more towards food if you eat more? I mean, yeah. Based I mean, on, what, I guess, whatever gender. I mean, regardless of whatever more. gender is, you want to have a budget that that works because it doesn't make sense to make a budget and you're going over it. All right. So you have to make a budget that fits, however, however, whatever your diet is, where however much you eat. So you say your budget is two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. For the month or per check? 
Uh, for two weeks. Like that actually goes over. So it's for a two week period. I give myself a little bit more mm-hmm. just in case. I got you. Okay. Um, because I'd rather be have a higher budget and just don't meet it. Yeah. Then y'all, I say, I, let's say if it's just a hundred and I go over fifty dollars. Ah, uh, okay, I got you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. No, that's not bad. I I haven't I haven't budgeted for food in a very long time. I used to, especially when I was like eating out every day for mm-hmm. lunch. Um. I would try not to spend, I guess, what, no more than $50 a week on lunch. But I haven't budgeted for food in a long time. Um, if I were to, I think the budget would go toward, more towards groceries, like like what Rock is saying. But then you got you to gotta put stuff aside to it. Let's say, say if you want to go out to eat, like to Buffalo Wild Wings or something, or somewhere mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. I, I haven't budgeted for food in a long yeah. time. But at the same time, we don't spend much on food either. Yeah, because we try not to eat out a lot. It, it you have to be like you have to be very disciplined to do it, because if if like you said, if you're have a grocery bill and and but you're like you said, if you're going out still every day, then you're you're still cheating your budget because you're gonna go over because if you spend everything in the grocery money but you don't allow anything for like you said Buffalo Wild Wings or this going out for your coworkers on lunch break, mm-hmm. then. The budget's irrelevant, so mo- that's where most people mess up on it. Because they don't, they don't put food in the budget, right? They they only put groceries, but not going out and spending money on food. Yeah, you're kicking out. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what was the question? <laughs> when when you no, you know he don't listen to questions. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I just wanted to make sure I'm, no, I'm answering it correctly. He's doing homework. I was doing homework. <laughs> <actually>. <laughs> no, I was. What are you What are you looking at? Food. Oh, okay. All right. So the question is, when budgeting, how much money do you allocate towards food? Do so, you get an out? Do you get an allowance? And if so, is more is it more or less based on gender? I don't think. It, see, the gender part, I don't. I don't I'm just going to ignore that part because I don't think that matters. I probably should got clarification. I didn't know. No, I'm no not understanding. Uh, me personally, I, I would say we spend probably about three hundred a month on food, give or take. Uh, but most of that is you know groceries. Um. I'm like, Abe, like, I don't really budget for, like, how much uh, we spend when we go out, but we don't go out that often. Um, I talked to a friend of mine, though. They they did say that they do an allowance, and, and it's actually pretty clever what they do. Her and her husband, uh, they will give each other an allowance for food, mm-hmm. and they split everything. So, like, when they go out to a restaurant, um, they have to make that allowance last the entire month. And so if he eats a steak and he's dropping $50, $60 and she eats like a chicken Alfredo that's 20 bucks, well, now he has to survive the rest of the month with no extra money because they give it, they get it in cash. And so uh-huh. that's how they, that's how they found out how they were leaking money. Um, that's cool. But speaking of homework, uh, apparently in America, uh, the average American spends 6.4% of their income on food per month. The average two-person family on a moderate budget spends $554 per month on food. And the average four-person family with two toddlers spends about $712 a month on food. Um, I think it's a balanced thing, too, uh, that you hit on. So, like, say you're hungrier than most, right? Mm -hmm. I think you can have a bigger allowance on food, but you have to subtract from your entertainment. Mm. You know, because you're like... I don't care how hungry you are. You're not excluded from math. 
your math has to make sense. So, <laughs> right. So I'll be like, well, I'm hungry. Well, nigga, like make more money or spend less. Yeah. Ramen. You know, you know, if we, if we go into the movies every week, you can't be eating all this food and try to live the same lifestyle as the rest of us. Ah. So would you put, would you put going out meals and entertainment versus in the food budget? Uh, me personally, we have uh, entertainment, uh, but all our entertainment is kind of subscription based. So like Netflix, mm-hmm. uh, the movie, uh, the AMC A list. Like we'll go to the movies every week, but that's a set number. Like it's twenty one dollars a month for the subscription. So that number doesn't change no matter what. Okay. Um, but yeah, I guess if you're gonna do, if you're not really doing it like that way, you could have an entertainment budget. I'll keep it separate. I'll keep an entertainment budget separate from the food. Okay. I want to get clarification on that on that gender thing. Yeah, that's confusing. I don't I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Okay. Oh, um I guess real quick. You know, we had we had somebody <laughs> No, cuz we had Hit some... us up on bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, real quick. <laughs> no, nah, cuz we had somebody hit us up, up up upset last week that our episode dropped 2 days late and they were they were on our neck and they said Well, it's strong. Yeah, and they were trying to figure out who was it. Shout out to Killmonger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kerry Killmonger. He said that we, we should apologize or whoever fault it was, they should apologize. So Nigga, you the one edited the episode, J Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got nothing to apologize for. So it is what it is. Uh, so just, so okay, so let nah. me clean that up. All right. So hit us up. Speak one, between the lines. One take <laughs> okay. <laughs> So well, what uh, happened? I guess. So first. what happened last week is uh, we recorded late. We did record late. So normally we record on Monday. I have all day Tuesday to record. I mean to edit it, and then it, we have it ready to drop on Wednesday. So last week we recorded on Tuesday. And that's my fault. I'll, I'll take that because I was in California dropping off my mom. Okay. Oh, that's all right. Apologize. Yeah, I'm not the one editing. You still could have got it out. How? Not mess up the first take. I mean, the first take wasn't messed up. Like if if it we definitely leave, was messed up. <laughs> you got to something else. <laughs> nah, it was no, messed up. So, all right, so what do you mean? It, it it was a little bit, just a little bit. It was just, it was a little out of sync, but uh, a little out of sync. It was like it was like a second and a half off. That's a, uh, that's a big difference for how long <laughs> you singing during catch that beat. That's a that's a big difference. All right, so. I didn't catch that part of it, uh, and so I had to wait till I got off work because I worked during the day. See, he's a hardworking man. It. See, yeah, man, we got lives too. We yeah. gotta live. I told him that too. I was like, "Bro, you gotta chill, dog. You got he at work. He can't he can't edit the episode at work?" He's like, "All right, so I had your back. I appreciate that. I'm apologize now because we recording this episode Tuesday night. <laughs> and, and, and guess what? When you hear this, it's gonna be on Thursday. <laughs> Why do you think that Instagram post went up? <laughs> to try to get ahead of it. Yeah, yeah, like it's coming, guys. Just be patient. But we do appreciate you, though. Yeah, we do. Yeah, man, and stand on us because this ain't the first time somebody's gotten on us about dropping the episode late. Yeah, it's happened a few times. Hey, at least we at least we show up every week. That we do. You gotta yeah, give us. We, we show up every week. We definitely do that. CP t- CP time though. I'm, I'm sorry. CP, t- CP time hey, is real. Hey. CP time. What's the what's the what's the uh the verse? He may not come when you want him to, but he'll be there right on time. Mm-hmm. I said that he's an on time guy. <laughs> yes, yes, he, he is. is. <laughs> 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 
yes, he is. Oh man! All right, yeah. Oh, that's gonna come back during the during this later segment. Oh boy. All right, let's go. Let's go, man. All right, hit us up. Speak between the lines. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Start a conversation with us. Join the conversation we're already having. Keep showing us love. Live. Keep showing us love on, oh. IG? Yes. <laughs> Check out our merch. Bits.ly. <laughs> <laughs> Repetitive merch. <laughs> Check out our merch. Bit.ly forward slash SBTL store. You will find all of our shit. That should be something we should touch on. Oh, you want to ring the bell? I think I'm going to start doing that every time you said our shit. Ah, okay. Add like some little ring to it. Yes, yes. Okay, <laughs> I saw what you did there. <laughs> Man, so there was one thing that happened that we really didn't touch on. Um, uh, R. I Kelly. Uh, touch on. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> we didn't touch on. Huh? 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 I don't know what my thing <laughs> Oh, here it goes. <laughs> Oh boy, timing, man! <laughs> Jesus, I couldn't find it. Um, Can't so blame yeah. that one on J Rock. <laughs> it may not come when you want. <laughs> yeah, but it's we got, always on time. We gotta, we gotta talk about um, leaving Kill, Neverland. Killer Mike. Man. <laughs> gotta Killer talk Mike. about Killer Mike. Killer Mike, man. Real talk, real talk. So I don't know, I don't know how much, how much. What? What are you laughing at? <laughs> Yo, I just shrunk. Like two feet in this chair. <laughs> oh, is that what? Yeah, you ever? You, y'all ain't hear that? Ks- I heard some. I didn't yeah, know that, what it the was. Chair, the chair went down. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, thought I lost my life. <laughs> man, but so yeah, uh, leaving Neverland, man. I don't know how how much of y'all y'all know about it, but I mean, this whole Michael Jackson uh, alleged case isn't you know unfamiliar to most people. So I don't want to. I guess what are y'all's thoughts on? Did y'all see the documentary or just what are y'all's thoughts on this whole Michael, J- Michael Jackson thing anyway? I cannot get that two and a half, three hours back in my life after watching that special. Ah, uh, okay. Why you say that? So, man, mm, all right. So how can I say this politely? So with the R. Kelly special coming mm-hmm. out a month ago and then this one coming out the following month, you saw a different caliber of the way it was shot. And yeah. <laughs> it was a more of a R. Kelly side was more emotion based. Uh, you saw the anger, the um, the horror in the alleged actions, right? And like when this one starts, the first thirty minutes is very upbeat. It is very chipper. Mm. Chipper, <laughs> like the sun shining, like the, the, birds fe- flying. Like the, the, the mothers are smiling, reminiscing, talking about Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. What they just hit you with the dark music and, and the tone shift, <laughs> that dum, damn tone did shift. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. it's like it, it, it caught it caught me off guard. So it's like I, I couldn't see myself being able to separate. Michael Jackson as the artist, if that happened to my son, in a in a sense, it, it kind of sounds. And correct mm. me if I'm wrong. It, it kind of sounds like you're saying you've seen it done better. Very much so. So kind of like how um, Thor and Captain Marvel. <laughs> you, you've seen you've seen it done better, right? Man, that's <laughs> man, Captain like Marvel the same was amazing. Movie. The same damn movie. Just, you just like, seen it done better, right? <laughs> that's what I like Captain Marvel did so much better yeah, than Thor. Of course it did. All right, continue. <laughs> <laughs> because the plot says so. All right. All right. Okay. So the presentation kind of threw you off. Do you feel like, okay, I'm going to let you keep going. 
Um, but once they actually got to the two guys, uh, Wade and was it Josh James? I can't remember. I can't remember the guy, the guy's names. I yeah, apologize. yeah, I don't know. Those two of them know. <laughs> we don't remember all R. Kelly's victims either, so yeah, I mean, it's okay. That, that's a that's a very nice cleanup. I'm, I'm trying, but, I'm trying uh, to help. I'm, that's what I'm here. When when they were actually talking about it, <clears throat> they seemed very 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 believable. But even still, I mean, it seemed like they were just telling the story. And I get more time has passed for them than what it did for R. Kelly's victims. Mm. You know, for the most part, so they've told the story several several times in therapy or counseling or whatever the case is but you also feel that as watching it as to me it felt like them telling a story an untrue story or like just a true story or like well it's like it, it was like I said it was very emotionless I've heard that I've heard I definitely heard that before so that was my issue with this like if if you're gonna tell all these things that happen is I I need more emotion behind it. It, it. It's hard to to see all these things happening and you're reliving it. Right. But it seems like you're just telling a story of what happened at work today. James Safechuck and Wade Robertson or Robson. Okay. <laughs> all right. I I want to see it. I haven't seen it. Uh, but I do. Uh, I've seen bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen a lot of commentary on it. Uh, as far as like just reaction, like one of the things that um, was said in a reaction video was talking about how their timelines weren't matching up. Mm-hmm. Like they would say, well, Michael was here, uh, but apparently that same date, he was actually on tour in another city versus where he allegedly was in the documentary. Or that they were saying something happened because he was performing at this award show in one year when it wasn't even the correct award show. They would put the picture up, but the picture doesn't match the award show. show. It it was a completely different show that happened in a completely different year. And they were saying, yeah, he was performing here. Like, like, apparently Michael Jackson fans have, have combated different portions of the documentary as far as like, well, your your dates are all over the place. And it's not like it's secret stuff. It's like it's a world tour. How would you not know he's not there at that date? Mm-hmm. Uh, so much so that they they apparently redacted 45 minutes of the documentary in an overseas vi- release. So it's being released overseas. Oh, okay. And they've taken out 45 minutes of the documentary with all the errors for that audience. I would have rather seen that version. Hmm. Because I got 45 minutes of my life back. <laughs> <laughs> so does that change y'all's I guess thought process? Well, not even thought process, but y'all's thought on if Michael Jackson did it or not? I well let me I guess let me just ask that. Do y'all think he did it or not? Um I don't know. I really don't. Okay. I I, I kind of keep the same tone kind of that that R. Kelly. The only difference is like with Michael Nah, I like I still blame like with the R. Kelly situation, I found fault with Kells and I found fault with the parents. Mm-hmm. In this situation, I'm finding fault with Michael and I find fault with the parents. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, I don't like my mom's not letting me spend a night. My mom barely let me stay the night at my homeboy's house. He didn't let me stay with no world 
like world sensational artists? Like, how does that even happen? Yeah. Like, did they explain that? It, it, and that was my another issue. Like the the documentary put to me put more blame to the parents. Wait, what? As far as with some of the stuff that was done, mm. like uh, Wade's mom, she was married at the time. Marriage wasn't going good. Mm. Uh, she had Wade, another door, another daughter, and an older son. She took uh, Wade, the daughter, and the and left the the son and the father to come to America with Michael Jackson, not with Michael Jackson, but literally just to have Wade have a better shot. At making it because mm-hmm. she she literally said in the in documentary, well he's getting as big as he's going to get in Australia. Mm. He's going to be a big fish in a small pond. In order for him to succeed, he needs to go to America, and Michael's going to help him. So he's an artist then. Uh, he's a um, choreographer. Choreographer. He uh, did uh, the Britney Spears uh, dance stuff and NSYNC dance stuff. Yeah. So wait, how old were they when this was allegedly happening? Um, Do we know? Very young. Like 10? Yeah. It started with, I think he said, what, 10 to 14? Yeah, it was. I think it was maybe even younger than that. So he, was a, he was a choreographer at 10? Well, no. Um, he, was he was a dancing. good dancer. At he 10. was dancing oh, at 10. Okay. And that's how he actually got exposed to Mike. Uh, got it. He was seven at the time. It was a on one of his tours, and Australia had a music radio that everybody had to dance off. Right, and you had to be ten years old, but he was the best one, so they they let him win. Wow, mm-hmm. and that's how he was exposed to Michael Jackson. Okay, uh, hey, what were your thoughts? Um, so, uh, so I watched <clears throat> the thing I found interesting about this one because I watched the R. Kelly interview with Gail King, mm-hmm. and then I watched. Jesus, my brain. So I watched the Gayle King interview with R. Kelly. Then I watched another documentary called um, Abandoned in Plain Sight. And then I watched Leaving, Leaving Neverland. What was this, right? like a child abduction marathon or something? Like, what <laughs> I don't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> what were you doing? It was, it was on accident because, all right, so. Well, you was in your lifetime yeah, bag that was, week. Dude, I was like tripping. That was one day. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't on purpose. Like me and Ash, we had a, we had a down day. And you so, need a drink? <laughs> I know, right? Nah, but uh, me and Ash, we had a down day. And we, that that's was how you chose suspended. You said what? Well, I said that's how you chose suspended. Oh, watch yeah. a whole bunch of depressing shit. Yeah. Well, she wanted to watch the interview, when we couldn't find it, so right. we started watching Leaving Neverland. Gotcha. And then when we still couldn't find the interview, we was like, "Well, let's watch." Um, I was like, "Well, I've heard about abduction at plain sight. Let's watch that." Was that on Netflix? Yeah, that's on Netflix. Gotcha. And and then we got around to the R. Kelly interview. What I what I noticed watching all three is that all three of the predators share the same characteristics in a sense. So Ooh, do tell. Yeah. So what what you'll notice um watching these documentaries is that the and I guess it kind of answers your question, um, Rez, about how the parents mm. allowed the kids to be with these certain type of people. Like these predators, they actually start grooming the yeah. parents and the family way before any type of sexual activities even start. Hmm. So when you have somebody like Michael Jackson, let's let's not even take Michael Jackson, right? When you right. have somebody who's familiarizing themselves with a family and getting close to a family, like the guy um, in Adoption at Plain Sight, 
Michael Jackson did with these little boys. And then R. Kelly, in a sense, kind of did with the the little girls that wanted to be artists, whatever. Right. Like the family, they gain the parents, right? They mm-hmm. gain a certain type of trust with the person and with the artist. So if you have Michael Jackson going to this family like, hey, yes, you know, your son is great. He's so awesome. I love kids and all this stuff. I'll be able to do this and this and with him. And then, you know, he's taking you on trips with him and all this other stuff. There's a there's a bond that forms there right. that that's rare in a sense. So right. now Michael Jackson, instead of just being this stranger, he becomes kind of an extension of the family because he's gotten so close to y'all. Right. And y'all yeah. kind of gotten so that close to sense. one another. Yeah, because even she said that in the documentary that she felt like that was uh, a third son. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just kind of how Michael Jackson even carried himself. Mm-hmm. He thought he was a third son. He'd come over there. Oh, you know, want to talk to the kids. Oh, my God. I love kids. Oh, my gosh. Hey, little one. What's going yeah. on? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, he's Michael Jackson, right? But he, like you said, he ended up becoming an extension of the family. And so when that happens, not saying that it's right for the parents, but when that happens, your walls kind of start going down about this person. Mm-hmm. And when that, when that, person, let's just say Michael Jackson, is grooming the family along with the kid, this kid is starting to gain a trust for Michael Jackson as well. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there's there's this just this distrust there. So when I <clears throat> so I was watching the documentary and I'm 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 just picking up on that because even with abduction in plain sight, the guy did the same exact thing to this family, trying to get access to this little girl. He groomed the family you know, was hanging out with the family. The guy was married and everything, had his own family, but he's grooming this other mm. family, getting attached to this other family, trying to get access to this little girl. So when I heard that, and I'm watching and I'm observing, it's kind of hard to not think that Michael Jackson didn't do it. Like, I I, I don't know right. to, ask the, to answer the question. I don't know, but when you kind of attach it to certain stuff and other things and other cases, yeah. it's kind of hard to see him not doing him it. Not doing it. Right. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. And the the level of control that they showed my they they showed Michael having, it wasn't as bad as the R. Kelly, the whole system. Right. But you know, from what they said, it was all about Michael directly. It's like um we were conditioned to you know, it's like at the beginning, it's like, you know, we would hold hands and you would tell the family, hey, I know it looks bad mm-hmm. and people are going to say this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like halfway through it, um, when the family met another family, it's like, oh, they were just like us in the beginning. You know, we were trained not to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the red flag. Yeah. That I don't understand why it didn't stop at this point. Because even with both guys are like, well, originally, like whenever uh, uh, Macaulay Culkin came on the scene. Macaulay Culkin was in the documentary? No, no, no. no, no. Oh, I was about to say, whoa, they got the home alone in there? Like, <laughs> that nigga slapped his face? <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, there's like, um, he was like, well, that's how Michael used to be with me. Mm. You know, it's like, he is a new favorite. And when you see these things and you can acknowledge that, oh, they, 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 they're being groomed like I was. Right. Why is this not a red flag? That's a good question. Did they ever answer that or address that? I mean, well, no, they, they always just came back to, well, because when I asked my son, it's like, well, nothing's happening. 
When he asked what? When when she was like, well, when she asked my son, hey, are the are the allegations true? And they always denied it. The, so the, the kids always denied the kids it. always denied it. Uh, so yeah. they're like, well, I trust my kid. I've known Michael, you know, for years now, you know, and even even at the at the uh, at the Neverland Ranch, the parents came over, but they had their own guest house. That was at. separate from. Kids was kicking it with Mike, man. Kick with Mike. Come on, man. Hold up, bro. Kids kicking Playing it with Mike. Way, I, and I'm not a parent. Ping pong. So, I mean, I'm speaking out of assumption. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to see Michael Jackson and sitting in the West Wing and he all the way on the East Wing with my kid. I'm going to be with the kid chilling, trying to see what the next album going to sound like. Yeah. Why would they. I'm the same. That part doesn't make sense. That see, that's the that I'm, I'm rolling with the predatory, or yeah. I was gonna say predatory lending um. with the predatory, <laughs> you know, uh, practices. Why do, I, why do I keep thinking about Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> Jesus, the Christ. predator. Yeah, every time you say like they all come have, on, kill me, do it. Yeah, I, I keep seeing that scene in my head every time you say predator. <laughs> now y'all can't see it. <laughs> see, <laughs> predator. All right, no, <laughs> but seriously, like what. At some point, I would think the parents would have like an aha moment like, okay, I'm asking my kid this, but these rumors keep happening and I keep getting separated. Like that just seems common sense. Yeah. I mean, I, and that's the my issue with it. Mm-hmm. Because like after the first case, right. okay, you believe him. Your son tells you that it's not, you know, this isn't true. And which is the defense that, you know, he told them, it's like, these people are just after my money. Which can't really. I mean, I, yeah. I, I I can understand. I can understand why anybody would believe that. Yeah, yeah. It's Michael Jackson. He's rich, so yeah, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. See, okay. Here's another thing too. Another twist. And again, granted, mm-hmm. I for disclosure, I've not seen the documentary. But what if? What if that's an easy target? Because we all feel like Michael has been mentally declining. Throughout the age, like the lighter his skin got, the more his mind just seemed to outside of music. Like musically, I don't think he ever lost a, a beat, mm-hmm. right? But I mean, just on his understanding of the world and like how things work, it feels like he kept declining like 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, ultimately until his, his passing. Mm-hmm. What if that's just an easy target to hit too? Like, okay, well, this dumbass likes to, sorry, God. Sorry, Mike. But he likes <laughs> hanging around with kids. I need to make it. So I'm going to position my kid not necessarily to be raped or molested or anything vicious of that, like of that nature, but it just seems like that's like an easy target to go after. Even if he wasn't doing anything, it's believable too. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean it is believable. Um, I just don't know. I don't know if and I could be wrong. I mean, I'm not saying anything I'm saying is true, but I don't know if people would really just, would they really just I hope create not. something like that I hope for not. it to be false and for it to be so detailed. That's the thing too about the documentary is that there was, they were, they were so detailed in their interaction with Michael Jackson. Mm. And it's like, it's, it's tough. It's tough not to believe. And I, I understand right. like even when, the trial was going on and they said that they didn't do anything, but 
But that could have been pressure from someone else. It could have been pressure from someone else. And at the same time, you got to think too, like, I guess kind of going back to the grooming thing and even taking the, even looking at the grooming perspective of Michael Jackson to the child, like I said, Michael Jackson built this relationship with this kid. So, and that comes way before the sexual interaction does. So Mm -hmm. once the sexual interaction does come, the kid may not even know that that's a bad thing if they don't have anything else to compare it to. That's a good point. You know what I mean? So if he's standing, if the little kid is standing on trial and not knowing that this is bad or not, and they're asking them, you know, if this stuff happened and they're saying no, they may not think it's bad. On top of that, Michael Jackson may have, because this is a, this is a thing that predators will do too. They will, they will create a situation where if the kids, if they will create a situation where they will make the kid think that if anyone ever finds out about what they have going on, it's mm-hmm. bad for Michael Jackson, I guess to say allegedly, it's bad for the kid, it's bad for the family. So right. it's best that you don't say anything at all. Right, that's which, real. Is, which is what they did because they said that uh, they uh, they told him that if anybody finds out, you're gonna go to jail forever, and I'm gonna go to jail forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you're not going, and and the kid is not going to want that. And that's that's what's that's and and that's one of those situations that I I tied it to, even watching um, abduction. Yeah, abduction at plain sight is that the gentleman or the guy in the video, once he finally got this kid along with him, he said those same things. He's like, look, if your parents find out about this, it's going to be bad. But he he created a story where like the world was was becoming extinct and it's just us two wait, and we have to reproduce the wait, entire world. Wait, come on, come on. Wait, come on. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. This is way too How old was she? But you got to think of the age, too. That's what, that's why I was asking. Yeah. So if, if, if this, she, no, she's like under her teens. She thinks she's like maybe 12 or 11. Oh, okay, okay. I'm, I'm yeah, like a high not, school student. Yeah, no, nah, this isn't anybody that's older. So if they're being, oh no, this was smart. I, I saw an 11 year old girl in the neighborhood the other day. She was cussing up a storm. She sounds like she's a smart person. Like I don't know if I, if somebody tried to hit her with the yo, the world's going to stink. It's just the two of us. She right. You don't see this car going by? Yeah, that's, yeah. I don't know. Kids are smart as shit right now. They might be cussing. Uh, it, it, they are kids. Are, kids are smart, but I think I, I don't know. I don't. I don't put it past it though. I don't put it past it. But yeah, I think too. It, yeah. One, one, one thing you do notice too is that because even what we're doing now, we're trying to understand the case, even mm-hmm. with right. R. Kelly. Yeah. And one thing you'll notice is that these kids in the situation, once they're the victim of sexual assault, they're put on the defense. Like they have to defend their allegations. Mm-hmm. They don't really have to, I mean, they have to defend what happened to them. Right. Which versus, is weird. Yeah. But that's kind of the society we live in versus kids or the, the adults. Or the be caretakers, the one, yeah, being, the being one, responsible, yeah, being responsible, and and looking after the kid and and trying to see what actually happened. Now the kid is put on trial. Like, okay, well, did this really happen to you? Like, is there any way to hold the parents accountable for this for like child neglect or something like that? Because that would make sense to me. It should be. I don't but see I, how the parents keep getting off scot free for this. I don't know uh, what the uh, I don't know. what the uh, what's called is uh, what. Uh, statute of limitation is for that. Mm. Well, okay, so let me ask y'all this because I know, um, um, I guess Wade mm-hmm. uh, is his name, one of them, one of the two kids. They have a suit out against the Michael Jackson estate, mm-hmm. uh, and they've had a suit out for like years, I guess. It was and, dismissed, 
It was dismissed. Mm -hmm. Okay, so one person that was responding was saying that the documentary, the timing of the documentary, like, why would you do it now when you could have said this like a decade ago? Like, Mm -hmm. how long has Michael been gone? Oh, a minute. It's been damn near a decade. It's been like a decade. So, like, you could have done this 10, 15, 20 years ago. Why would you wait now? And they were talking about the timeline of the, the suit against the estate and using this as a buffer for the suit. Well, so in the documentary, they said that he's already filed it, mm-hmm. and the judge has already thrown it out. So, so it was filed before this even came out. Got it. So And it was thrown out because so much time has gone by. It's like, well, why haven't you already? If this is something that's been bothering you, should have already came forward with it. How old is he? Um, he's our, I mean, well, yeah, he's damn near our age now. Wade, I don't know how them. I don't know how they are because in sync was what? What ninety eight? I don't know what is. Yeah, it, I'm is it <laughs> relevant to this? No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like he, like that was when he was popping. That was he was seventeen at the time. Oh, of in sync, right? So it's like gotcha. he's he's up there. He has yeah. He already has a door. So he like he might be like late thirties. Yeah. Like they're both adults, so he's washed by now. Okay, all right, he's washed. <laughs> yeah, by now. Yeah, like, yeah. Life, life is starting to get to him. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Interesting. Um, I don't know. I don't, don't want to stay on it too long, but I just I don't know. I just I, I don't. I'm not putting it past them now, because you know we go into this whole cancel culture, right? Where like are we canceling Michael Jackson's music? And I had to think about it. I was like, well, I don't. I don't even think I really listen to Michael Jackson that much anymore, but. Like I mean, maybe around Halloween when Thriller comes on. I was like, can you really go without Halloween without? Him? Yeah, no, you can't. Am I the only one that really doesn't like Thriller? Probably, I really don't yeah. like Thriller. Probably, yeah, you probably yeah, you're, pro- you're probably the only one. No, I mean, I, I love the video, but I don't like the song. I know you normally deal in absolutes, but yeah, in this case, you're the only one. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's not in my. I don't know. It's not in my top five top. It's close Songs to me. Of my, I mean, it's iconic. I just, Man, I guess I just, it don't. It only works around Halloween, though. Like you can't really hear that any other time of the year. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it just. I don't know. I don't know. I, I got. I got a whole load of songs that I think of before Thriller. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, nah, me too. Hmm. So, would, are y'all are y'all gonna stop listening to Mike? I guess that's my question. I don't see myself. I was. I was. Wait. What? You like, see yourself not. Like I. I to like because. It's it's the whole thing with R. Kelly too. It's like you rarely hear it. Like the only time that you you met you hear it at Halloween, and like that's cultural now. So, but would you still listen to him though? Yes. Like, would you check for him? That's the question. You know he gonna come on at, at Hobby Lobby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's not the question. Who, who goes Hobby Lobby? Yeah, married folks. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, or out somewhere, man. I think it's I think it's easier to cancel R. Kelly than it is Mike because it's like you know what are you it, you have a sense that R. Kelly was singing about a certain type of relationship yeah. with a child. R. Kelly was taunting us in his music with his stuff, bro. And I think it's harder. I think it's harder for I mean, well, R. Kelly. Michael kind of was Michael too. Jackson. It doesn't matter if you're black or white. Hmm? Just I mean, beat it. <laughs> Billie Jean, oh, <laughs> Dirty Diana. Oh Lord. <laughs> oh God. Stranger in Moscow. <laughs> Smooth criminal. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Speed demon. Nasty. That's nasty. Y'all nasty. But yes, yeah, like Michael Jackson, this wasn't in your face, this 
giving you hints along the way. My boy R. Kelly said, nigga, if you if you 14, you know, he said if you 16 or 18, it don't matter. And nigga just skipped 17. Like, what? He skipped 17. Yeah. And he had it was a oh, song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Or 17 and 19. He's get one of them ages. I'm like, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> like that's like that's like what? Yeah. Ah, so Rock but, don't Rock don't think he did it. Well, it is I can tell. He like, it, it's, it. So here, here's my issue with it, right? Uh-huh. So like with Kells, everybody's coming out. And even before the documentary, you still had the same core people saying mm-hmm. that he did it. There was still the Mute R. Kelly movement. It was a lot of people coming out. Like with Michael Jackson, it's like only been four people. How I mean, many needs to come out? Yeah, well, I mean, but it's like it's. But I guess I if you're alleging it's a whole tribe of y'all. No, I'm saying if he's been around all these kids, like I'm not saying that the actions that he's taking aren't suspect, and I'm pretty sure that he has done something. But with if it only been two people who's actually standing up to okay, yeah, it was me because in the documentary said that uh, McCully and the other kid, the Brett. Brown or whatever mm-hmm. other kids' names, like they came and said, "He's never touched me." And there's a lot of people who's come out and say, "Well, I was there. I, everything that they're talking about for the gaming, all that stuff was that after happened, but he never touched me." I don't mean he does. He wasn't touching people. Well, I, that was. It's just hard to me believe that it was only those three people who. All that, like the only the four people, the two people in the documentary, and the other two people who had suits against him. How many people does it have to be for you to for it to be believable to you? I I, I don't I don't have a number on it. It's just, it's just it's just hard to see that nobody else has come out. Like especially since it's already been out. Like damn near the next day, people coming out. Oh, R. Kelly, me too. Mm-hmm. I was one of them. Oh, that's a bad pun. Me too. <laughs> see what I did there? Yeah. But like uh, nobody else is coming forward saying that. I would he yo, know, I've also been hurt. So and which is crazy. I hate to say this, but like from them talking about it, I'm gonna say it anyway. I'm trying to see what you I'm, 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 I'm a podcast warrior. Anyway. All right. <laughs> All right. Did did you have the same did it like half of the documentary felt like it was a scorned lover? From what they were talking about, like they mm-hmm. were envious, yeah. Mm. So, and, and I'm not saying that 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 that's okay. I've heard that actually, but it's even from the parents. It was like, well, we've been cut off, right? So mm-hmm. it's like I'm. If all this was happening, I'm just, I'm surprised it's not more. But like I said, like when Wade told the story about uh we were talking about what if somebody did what happened to him to his daughter, I believe that. Mm-hmm. Like cause I saw the rage. So that part I I like I said, it doesn't seem to be to the level based on the amount of people that come out, is what I'm saying. I'm not saying he didn't do it, but it just seems strange that only so few people have come up. It's not it's not it's not enough people for you for it to be compelling enough. I'm just saying that it's strange that more people haven't come out. That's what I'm saying. So it's not enough. It's not enough people, right? You need more people to come out for it to be believable. Let's say I'm I'm still on the fence. It's fifty fifty with me because 
it's evidence on on both sides. Because mm-hmm. like everything that that was said, some parts were believable, some parts weren't. Okay. Some like like Red say some of the dates matched up, some of them didn't. Okay. So it's like I'm still on the fence. All right. I think it's easier to cancel R. Kelly than Michael Jackson. One because R. Kelly's still here, so R. Kelly can still make a goof of himself to be like, "Oh yeah, you just reminded me. That's why you're guilty." Mm-hmm. I gave y'all thirty years. Thirty years. <laughs> y'all, y'all killing me. <laughs> Did that not feel like got shit on me? Like that felt like part sixteen of Trapped in the Closet. This nigga was wild. He was putting on a show. You kids are gonna be playing basketball in Pelican Bay. Yeah, he was. He was turned. Like that was gonna make a difference. No, no. These these people are still in your neck, sir. I'm sorry. Putting cases on all you parents. This nigga was wild. Nah, like it's easier to cancel R. Kelly because I mean he's a goof and he's still here. Michael's not here to defend himself. Like, like, I think this case would be a lot stronger if you were trying to make this while he was alive. But now it's just kind of like you kicking dirt on somebody's name that there's nobody to 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 basically represent the other side to say like, well, no, I was actually with you. Like, no, this is actually what happened. There's there's no counter argument. So it doesn't even feel balanced. But does that mean that they're wrong? It doesn't. I'm just saying it's easier to cancel R. Kelly. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that it's not. Yeah. And I think it's I think based on that what you're saying, I think it's easier to not cancel Michael Jackson. It's definitely not easier mm-hmm. to cancel not Michael Jackson. I think even TI came out was like Oh, you throwing dirt. dirt on legends. Yeah. Trying to mess up our culture. Yeah. But but y'all y'all do need to get a, get at some of these folks though. Uh Woody, yeah. Allen, and all these other cats. Like, I mean, keep the same energy. Don't don't just attack the black folks. There's way more people. But, which, get I the mean, priests too. Get them get them priests too. That's my issue with it. Why come at I mean, I understand that we need because that happens, because that happens in priesthood. Yeah. That that's happening a lot. Yep. But why are we going after somebody who can't hurt anybody anymore? Because these but, people, these people were hurt. Well, no, no. So I'm saying versus people who are still doing it. This is still a crisis in in uh, in the in the Catholic community. The Pope just came out said, you know, hey, people still doing this. Gonna have to deal with God's wrath. I think it was like five Catholics on or Catholic priests on the Dallas News, like. I think a month and a half ago mm. in Plano. Definitely. So that was crazy. I was like, "What? Mm. We're, we're we're putting more energy into somebody who can't hurt anybody else anymore versus the people who are still doing it." And in fact, them. <laughs> I mean, are, are, but is there energy? Like, are there cases on these people? Because I mean, these people. I, I think they're still preaching. I mean, there's not the priests. I mean, they aren't high profile people like Michael Jackson. That's true too. So I mean, how much? I mean, they're not going to get a documentary. I don't think. I so, mean, so. That's my. I. I mean, I. I understand why it's important to shine a light on it, because it's other people who are impacted by people in power. Mm-hmm. But it seems it's more because it's Michael versus the action that's being done. I'm just saying, keep the same energy. But like, I want to see the Harvey Weinstein documentary. I definitely want to see the Woody Allen documentary. I, like, I want to see a multitude of people that are on the list. Like, cool, you got the two. Or the three main black people that you were trying to get off the list. Cosby, Kells, Michael. Cool. Get them. If they did it, get them. Also get these things. That's fair. Yeah. Do you feel like they... Do you feel like the same energy is going to be kept up? 
I don't know. I don't know if if there was even a documentary on Wooden Allen. I don't even know if I would care enough to watch it, to be honest. Probably because it's not culturally relevant. Yeah. But that also uh, speaks to T.I.'s point that you're attacking the culture. You're attacking all the culturally relevant people in our community. Let's start getting at some of the culturally relevant people in other communities. I mean, well, not really. I mean, I mean, there might be people in that culture who like Woody Allen that may pay attention to that documentary. But I'm I mean, sure there are. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. there would be a lot of people that would do that. Yeah. Same thing with Harvey. Yeah. I think there is a, a documentary on Harvey. They show ain't getting publicized like these two. Well, not not now. I think it's I think it's in development. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yes. So does that I mean, so would that make you feel better? No. Y'all feel better? I, I mean, to me, that the internet needs to be to put on that first. What if it was only one person that came out against Harvey Weinstein on the documentary? Would it still be compelling mm-hmm. to you? He's trying to box you in. I mean, many people have already come out and saying that there's multiple occurrences, all of it. Mm, he just put an escape route. <laughs> <laughs> but there's one person on the dock. But there's multiple people who've actually come out and said it. Like the, the amount of people on documentary is irrelevant. So, like with the way the, the other kid who said just the amount of people is irrelevant. Really? Yeah. Why does it matter how many people? If it's one person, it's one person. If okay, let's just, well, so, let's, let's take Michael Jackson out of the case, okay. the, the situation altogether. Let's just say it's somebody that we know. I'm sorry, somebody that we know. That boy say, "I'm gonna get a bell, get the bell." Somebody that we know that. I guess I want to say that's close to us. Would it matter how many people or how many children they molested? Why would well, it matter? It only I, takes one. Hey, I, I don't appreciate you using such strong language Ooh, in this shit. example. But uh, what, so, yeah, like this man been dead energy all the time. People you molested. Okay, go go back to sleep. All right, but no, uh, I'm just asking. So here, for if there is hard evidence, mm. everything lines up. It doesn't matter the amount of people, but when everything's not lining up then it's like i need more evidence so that that that's the reason for i need more people so you need more evidence mm-hmm. so, so like that that proves my point that the person that's the victim has to convince you that they were a victim well yeah but i mean let's let's i mean like i mean but, but i'll say like would you want somebody come out oh abe touched me i have no evidence but believe me you have to have proof I'm not saying that you don't have to have proof. And and I think we at the black community are definitely sensitive to that. Like, we're always told, like, oh, well, you know, I got uh, assaulted by an officer. Prove it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we like, we have to prove it. I need evidence, yes. And we live in a country where we're guilty until proven innocent. All right. I mean, we are. Okay. <laughs> All right. You, you don't like, have anything to say. Oh, really? Okay. What? Why do you think I have something to say? You just got that looking like you just want to mm-hmm. got another point you want to like. No, nah, I, mean, I don't. I don't agree, but I mean it's okay to agree to disagree. Oh, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's kind of where we are as yeah. a country. Same same thing when um, the state presses charges against you and they got to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that you actually did yeah, something. Yeah, but that's different though. So if if your little cousin or your little niece came to you talking about this person molested me, you're not gonna believe her until there's proof. No, no, no. You're, you're, we're talking about the state. No, you're I'm talking about something like yeah, a person. Personally, that, that, a person. That's, 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 that's what different. my argument was when I took it down from Michael Jackson to okay. somebody that we knew. Okay. I'm not talking about states. Oh, yeah. You're on the ass. I know it isn't an incident until proven guilty. That's the system. I'm talking yeah. about 
Yeah, so personally, you don't care what the system says. Personally, is you want Facts. individual retribution. So why, why should it matter on any level? Oh, just because it's the state law. Well, I mean, not only that is like from a from a like. See, this is the thing I with mean, the parents. Any level of stardom. That's what I'm, I'm not talking about. Oh, stardom. So yeah, stardom, stardom doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't. The stardom. The stardom is what I think gets people to documentary, but I don't think the stardom is what matters as far as like who we're attacking and who. Well. I think it is. Yeah, it, it, as far as who, who we're attacking, it goes off stardom because that's where you'll get the most buzz, the most right. hits. Because if it's this James on the street corner who nobody knows, nobody's going to care. Which Vers- is sad. Versus, mm. I mean, and actually this documentary is proof of that. Nobody really cared about R. Kelly and Michael Jackson until it came on TV. So our emotions yeah. is tied to what yeah, we Yeah, we weren't even see. thinking about them. So that's without true. the star power, it's not being brought up. All right. I got nothing else on it. Mm. Felt like we were missing something. What? I think we were missing you on something. I think you like you were taking it to a personal thing and I think we kind of missed it. Um I mean, uh, I I I mean, now y'all, I guess y'all I mean, y'all touched on it the way y'all could. I just Pause. I was trying to <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to oh, timely. Timely. I'm getting better. No, because I was I was trying to I was trying to touch on what Rock was saying about how this documentary didn't have enough people to convince him. And I was I was trying to say why why Yeah, the, the number of the people, people shouldn't matter. Should convince. It, it, and I thought, well maybe what's the stardom? So let's bring it down to somebody that oh, was oh, okay. yeah. and with the amount of if with the amount of people matter. So yeah, but, so no, that's cool. So to clarify it is because there were holes that I saw. There were, like I said, there were some things I believed, some things I didn't believe. So at this point, I want more to make to to make me go to the belief side more so. Like I said, hmm. some of the stuff they said, like the stuff they said was daughter, I hundred percent believe. Like when he was talking about the rings, like that didn't seem like he didn't really seem upset about it until he said, I can't talk about this anymore. Like he like uh so like that that scene versus how old girl was in R. Kelly's house. Mm-hmm. Like even walking up to it, she was visibly shook once she entered the house. So it's like there were some parts of it I like I just didn't believe what they were saying versus the emotion that again, this is what I believe the emotion that should have came with it. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's the, the issues and it's like even with all the facts like, you have all these facts but none of them say anything bad you have all these mm-hmm. factors from 25 years ago really that none of them are bad i mean you gotta think about the type of relationship they have versus- right but it's like nothing incriminating it no the fact that they still had them was like wait really why would you keep all these faxes because like they, yeah. they they showed like Thirty of them. Because just because you're molested doesn't mean that you don't have feelings for the person that's molesting you. Well, I'm well, no, not that. Just, just the fact that you have, you still have that information. Like that was deep. As far as like, if my first girlfriend, I don't have a letter that she wrote to me when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, even though she was my first, I had strong feelings for. Her. I, I'm surprised that so much information lasted. What what, and what grade did you say? Like I was um, high school. High school. Okay. So you're talking about a child, right? Mm-hmm. A child who who hasn't gone through adolescence, mm-hmm. and they've built a relationship with this person, non-sexual and sexual. Mm-hmm. 
And there may be a connection there that lasts throughout the years where they hold on to certain things. Like I said, they they kind of struck Rudy. I mean, just because, and that's probably why you saw how maybe he was choked up over jewelry and and all this stuff because maybe he knows that it's bad now, but he can't let that part of his life go because that's a part of his life that's special to him, regardless of how bad it was at the time. Like I said, just because you were molested by somebody doesn't mean that you don't have feelings for that person. Yeah. So that's probably why you were like, well, this person here and surviving R. Kelly was crying and all this stuff and he seemed like he was in love with her so I don't believe him well that's probably what that that's probably where that comes from yeah like I said because so. I, I I just didn't un, I, I couldn't see the emotion so I couldn't understand it so that's why to me it comes off as being it feels not as genuine to me because I don't understand it uh-huh you know what I mean do y'all think that do y'all think that if the Michael Jackson because that's what we're really kind of comparing it to now. We're kind of comparing it to R. Kelly, surviving R. Kelly. Do you think if they would have came out uh, opposite opposite yeah. times, do you think there would be a difference? Yeah. Oh, be, yeah. It would be just like if uh, Captain Marvel came out before oh, Thor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Marvel would be a good movie if it came out before Thor. It might actually, that's exactly what. Yes. Yeah, you, you are 1,000% correct. Funny. That's funny. That's funny. I'm not gonna just sit over here and just shit on Captain Marvel. <laughs> trash, bro. That's, that's number one. That really, absolutely is, really is that bad. Really a, a seven out of ten movie. We're not gonna talk about possibly eight point five. But anyway, all right. Uh, but yeah, so like if four. we if <laughs> if we saw that documentary in a vacuum first, mm. I think it would have had the exact same impact of what Surviving R. Kelly did. And then R. Kelly came out. Then it's like, oh shit, because we connect differently with that story. And most people on the emotional level understand that, mm-hmm. as far as they can put themselves in the father's uh, or mother's feelings and understand it. But like I said, as far as like, because even like Wade said, time and time again, that I love Michael Jackson. Like you know, but we can't understand that relationship. Because we haven't been through it. Do you think that we look at the victims different because they're different genders? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That boy ready. I do. And and, and he's, he's ready to move off this bullshit. No, nah, I was. Because we've been on it for a while. But that that, that just sparked mm-hmm. a question. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because I think that's a, a piece of why you're, you're more connected to the women in Survivor and R. Kelly versus these guys here and... Leaving Neverland. I definitely agree with that because instinctually, most men feel a need to protect women. So there's a different emotion to seeing a woman being attacked versus, you know, even outside of the R. Kelly Michael Jackson situation. If you see a woman being beat up, it's going to make you feel some type of way. Right. If you see a guy getting beat up, well, what happened? What started this fight? Yeah, but the guy was a child. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, just as far as with the, with the two genders, right? But the it wouldn't be equal with the Michael Jackson one because, like, we're looking at a 34 year old, 38 year old man when he's alleging this happened when he was like 10. Mm-hmm. So, it, I, an equivalent would be like you walk down the street and you see a woman get beat up, you're gonna feel some type of way. But then you see a little boy get kicked in the face, you're gonna feel some type of way. Yeah, but uh, yeah, even. Yeah. 
even so, if you saw two kids fighting, two boy kids, it's it's different than you see a boy hitting a woman. Yeah. Regardless, regardless of age. Right. Right. But if we're, I mean, and I'm letting y'all rock on this, but I mean, like, if we're keeping it a parallel, it would be like, so the R. Kelly situation would be like, we walk down the street, we see a grown man beating up a young girl, like a 16, 17-year-old girl, right? Mm-hmm. And then we go down another street and we see a grown man beating up a 10-year-old. It's a grown man in both situations. Right. Mm-hmm. The victim's just a different person. Right. So technically, you're on the same avenue. The block yeah. is the same. Yeah. Why is it like that differently, though? Um, in my opinion, I feel like it's because the look of a of a man is somebody who's strong enough to protect themselves. I get the fact that they were children at the time, right. but when you're watching the documentary, you're still looking at a man tell a story. So it's a different emotion that registers with it. I mean, I get you know at the time you don't have the same strength, you don't have the same power to fight off somebody, and I get the fact that. You know, it is grooming involved with it. Right. But well, and again, I'm with you on the the standpoint of like, yeah, there were some dates missed here or there, but I guess looking at it from a man's standpoint, yeah, the man's telling the story, and that's but that's that's surface level. We mm-hmm. kinda gotta go a little deeper to say, like, okay, we have to put ourselves back in the nineties when this happened. Like we gotta think about like that's the only way we can really appreciate the story the the correct way because mm-hmm. if we're looking at it like it's this old washed up dude in 2019 dealing with Michael Jackson yeah I feel no sympathy for you right but if we're if I'm picturing it like okay this is the 90s or the 80s or whenever this time period was because again I haven't seen it mm-hmm. um whenever this was and Mike's at the height of his powers and it's this impressionable kid. That's a problem. Yeah. Like the kid, what's the kid gonna do? Yeah, exactly. And you gotta think, you gotta think too. That's actually a very good point. Mentioning that Mikey's at the the height of his career because mm-hmm. a lot of people, especially Michael Jackson fans, they would they wouldn't even think twice about him being molesting little kids because they're like, why would he need to molest little kids when he has all this high power stardom? It can get whoever he wants to. Whenever you want to, probably some like like some of the people who are still back in R. Kelly. Ironically, R. Kelly in that Gale interview was like, "Why would I do this?" Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. mm? <laughs> <laughs> like "Exactly, come on, kill." Exactly. Yeah, man. So I don't know, but we spent a lot of time on it. That was a good topic. It was a good topic. It was a good topic. Y'all rock. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I got it. You know, been worse if you play. Billy Jean right now. We play Billy Jean. No, you know what? I would probably be able to pull it up if. Um, no, no, no. No, no, no. No. No, no. Man, you know that's the only time Too I. Soon? That's the only even time I use like the, the Spotify thing. That's the only time I use it is when I'm we'll bringing the mood. Like, up. Yeah, it's like, dang, I can't even know. Um, can't, can't even do it. Yeah, because it's taking forever to load up and shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> oh man alright so uh, one thing that I wanted to get uh, get in on was um, Pastor Pastor John Gray mm-hmm. uh-huh. we talked about him a couple times and uh, he's back 
He made news. For those that uh, for those that don't know, uh, Pastor John Gray was initiated as the senior pastor over uh, Relentless Church over the summer of last year, and he decided to come out and confess that he uh, had an inappropriate relationship uh, outside of his marriage, and he caught a lot of heat because before. I don't know if this was before he made that announcement, but I remember he made Instagram's uh, hot trending list because he bought a Lamborghini and everybody was pissed off. Right. Because yeah. they thought it was the church's buddy. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, he jumped on the reel. A reel is a television show. Uh, actually, what is that? Tia or Tamara? One of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're on the show. What? They look alike. They all look alike. They do all two of them. Yeah, all two, all two of them. <laughs> <laughs> but but John and his wife, um, that's disrespectful. Pastor Gray and his wife. I was like, damn, hey. like damn, John, what's going on? Like, like dang, throwing me in there like that. No, no, I just called it to think of John because like it's like when 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 you're when you're speaking from the word, I call you Pastor Gray. When you speaking to me like I'm an idiot, I call you John. Ah, uh, I got you. All right, so John took his ass up to the real. <laughs> with his wife <laughs> and wanted to clear the air that he did not have a sexual relationship he actually had an emotional relationship with uh-huh. his mistress uh-huh. and that they were never you know they only met like once uh-huh. uh mm, yes john yeah bro <laughs> and he pulled that card uh-huh. he's basically playing on intelligence so as a result of him going on the reel, because nobody was really talking about this nigga at all. And I only mean this nigga as the man, not as the man of God. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause respect to the man of God, you got to deliver the word more power to you. Mm-hmm. I'm not even mad at him about buying an $800,000 Lamborghini because <laughs> I mean, I get it. Like the dude's successful outside of church. He has his own uh, reality TV show. Uh, he was even on a TI show. Um, what grand hustle or the hustle and, Kids, something, whatever that show is. Oh, uh, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh uh, well, Ti has a reality show, and uh, he the was one on that trying show. to find the new executive thing. No, 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 it's with him and his wife. Okay, another one. Okay, so it's actually a pretty dope show. I just can't remember the name of it. It's escaping me. But the the dude has money. So when he says that, hey, I didn't use the church's money, I kind of believe him because he he has other ways of building revenue. Right. Mm-hmm. But even if he did use the church's money, I mean, technically we gave it to the church so they could use it how they want. Uh yeah. Well, I mean, well, now we gave it to the church not, so we could do God's work, but yeah, but we didn't say what God's work was. You got to specify these things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, write that on the tithe envelope. Like, right. Like, money said, towards this this right. is not going to your Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> this is the church fund. <laughs> Pay the rent. Okay. Yeah. For but real. he goes on to the real, um, and I have a couple of the clips that I want to uh, get y'all reaction on. But not only does he do that. Afterwards, he gets blasted by the mistress. She uh, she pops up. Uh, you gotta be careful. And see, this is the thing, you man. Gotta you gotta get these side chicks. You gotta you gotta you gotta be ready for the battles that you engage in. That's an art of war. Like you don't never start the fight until you know you've won already. <laughs> so he takes his butt up to the real, says that he never had a relationship with her, and then the shit got real. And right. and here's the here's the here's the gangster thing about it, she didn't say anything. The voicemails leaked that he left her, uh, 
man, it was bad. <laughs> it <laughs> did was, they leak or did she put them out? It, it was bad, bro. Oh, it was buddy. bad. So I'm gonna play the first uh, three minutes. You of got this. the voicemails? Oh yeah, I got the voicemails too. Oh, duh. All right, so hmm. take it out the uh, computer and put it in his phone. Oh, we gotta light that. Mm-hmm. Oh shoot. Okay. Shoot, I was about to pop this mug into uh <laughs> into the microphone. Get out. It's okay. the thing to the thing. Pulse. Yeah, the thing into the thing. All right. So um, before I play the voicemail, I want to let you hear a little bit of the real interview. So you kind of have some context of what he was saying. All right. All right. Our next guests are husband and wife who have devoted their lives to their faith. Today, they're opening up to us exclusively about the scandal that rocked their marriage. Please welcome Pastors John and Aventure Gray. Yay. Theme music. Mm-hmm. Yes. Skip this. We don't care about that. They take so long to walk down the side. Thank you so much for being with us today. Yes. Okay. Definitely sounds like to you. Yeah. There's so much to talk about. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I wonder what it could be. I I have no idea. I wonder, too. So what made you decide to come on and just clear the air with everybody? Well, I think, first of all, this is, for us, a safe place. I've known you 20-plus yes, years. I know. Of course, Adrienne oh, okay. and, and her husband, that's family. And mm-hmm. we just felt like it was time to share and to just clarify and, okay. and get some things out of the open and just refresh the air. Okay. okay. First of all, I really want to plug you Just refresh the air. I okay. I, I do, How does that go? I do want y'all to pay attention to the unnecessary clapping in this video. <laughs> you don't know no, right. seriously like when people are idiots and they just are they're not listening they're just buying everything uh-huh they just clap well also, it's a studio audience that they're actually told to that's part yeah. of being there yeah it doesn't mean you have to cooperate don't go sound bullshit all right open and you know obviously this isn't something that's easy to talk about but you are here to set the record straight yes. so john i want to give you the platform and john we are hearing a lot of contradicting reports so did you have an affair and if so, when did it start? The answer is no, uh, I didn't. Uh, but over a year ago. Lies, lies you tell. Lies you tell. All right, stop right there. Lies you tell. So he says no, and his wife immediately starts laughing and clapping. Mm hmm. I'm going to rewind this. Right. Just, and if so, just watch this. The answer is no, uh, I didn't. Uh, but over a year ago. <laughs> Man, what is she doing? She's trying to boost up her husband. Support your husband, Queen. (laughs) What else are you supposed to do? Even through through his lies. I began to converse with someone other than a counselor, other than a pastoral leader, which is where I should have taken my... Clap again? We're going to clap now. ...to converse, and I was even in the presence of that person one time. But being in the presence of someone is not the same as sleeping with them. I did not sleep with anyone. There's no baby. There's none of that. And so it's important for me to take yeah, responsibility sleep, you, for the areas where I did smashed. <laughs> you didn't stay. <laughs> stay tonight. <laughs> outside of my wife and outside of trusted counselors is an emotional affair. It was wrong. I take responsibility. Pause real quick. I got a question. Yep, why is he still? Why? Why is he even back in the picture? My point exactly. You got away with it. My, you nobody was thinking. Nobody about was you. checking for him. Why was this? See, and this, so it's probably his wife. She probably wanted. To Mm-mm. pushing them up to it, maybe like it, it's no reason for him to do it on his own will. You know what I think it is though. Hmm. I think they're on a press run. Did they drop in a book? 
No, they're uh, season. The next season of their show's coming out. Uh, well, that, I think, oh, well, I think do they're it. doing the press run. Yeah, that's definitely what that is. And it's kind of hard to do the press run with this hanging over your head and nobody wants to talk about it. Mm. Uh, or this this provides buzz yeah, for the show. Correct. And it's working because even we're talking about it. So. Yep. But I will not take responsibility for that which I did not do. As a pastor, it's important for people to know that when I get up in that pulpit, I come not as a perfect man, but as a broken man, which is why we talked about these very things at the first sermon of our church. People act like this is something, you know, brand new, but we've walked through this. We have peace, but people don't. So, again, this the the, the genesis of this was over a year ago, Mm -hmm. but we talked about this in May uh, at our church. And and so we're moving forward. We're believing God that this will be an opportunity for other people to heal. But I do. Want to accept that? Yeah, I, I got so you with all the random ass clapping. That there valid not, points. This was not a sexual but, affair. Mm. People could come up with hotels and voicemail receipts Absolutely. or whatever. Mm. Voicemails. Keep, keep that in mind. Voicemail receipts. Well, here, first of all, that is the case. My wife and I, again, we've talked through this. We've walked through this. Mm-hmm. Being in the presence of someone is not the same as being physically intimate. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Aventure, she was aware. We've walked through it. We have peace. This is not new. It's new to people, but it's over a year old, and we're going to move forward. Right, it's over and a year old. the reason why we're talking about it is because people need to have healing. No, no right. you need to have healing. You're on your press run. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about this real quick, because I want to peep you out a game. Church mm-hmm. game, All right? All right. All right. So from a church perspective, when you're about your business as a man of God, as a preacher— you speak about the word of God and you discern and you break all that stuff down, right? Mm-hmm. The moment you mess up, this is how you can catch a catch a minister. And this is like just from me having that experience going to church conventions, pastor's son, you know, you see certain conversations. The moment a minister starts talking about brokenness, that's that's a sign. Hmm. That's a sign that, oh, I messed up. I'm a broken man. I'm not like like when as soon as they they're just up on a pulpit, they're like, you know, uh, you have to be a man of God. You have to stand for principle. You know, you're, you're, you're speaking from the word of God. You got to be stronger. You got to avoid temptation. All good. The moment they mess up, though, they'd be like, well, I'm actually a man of the people. I'm just like everybody else. And I'm a broken man, just like everybody. That That's when that's kind of like a tale. Mm. So hmm. what were your first thoughts, I guess, from because, Jay, you've been kind of quiet over there. Like, what, what were your thoughts on that? I mean, everything, like everything he said so far is accurate. You know, if it happened a year ago, you know, okay, this was your first sermon, okay. I mean, I don't see a reason to bring it up. Is my whole thing about it? There, there's no need for it. Well, they were prepared, and I think you'll see that in part two. Um, they had they had canned answers. They knew this was coming, mm-hmm. and actually, uh, one of well, the Mari sister that's on there, Tierra Tamara, one of them. They are friends. They go back. They know each other. He says that at the very beginning of the interview. You'll also notice that she doesn't say anything during the interview. So she never questions them. You think that she knew the whole time that this was bullshit? I think that she valued she her friendship. I think she valued her friendship enough to to let him say his piece without really going into detail. She didn't press him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you'll see that, like, when you have a relationship with somebody and you got to ask hard-hitting questions and you don't want to soil the relationship, 
you don't say anything or you throw softball questions. Shit, you ask hardball questions regardless. No, you should. Yeah. You know, but most people don't. Yeah, true. Um, so in this next clip, they're going to start pressing him. That's that's the part I want to hear. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> this is the same interview? Same interview. They start, they start pressing him. Hmm. And you'll start hearing the canned answers come out. How long was this emotional affair? Damn. Um, I would say Yo, she come with it. probably a couple months where there were conversations. Not a couple okay. months, you fucking. And how, Avatar, how did you find out about this affair? So in our I relationship, like we have open communication and transparency. See, so when it came up, I was like, what is this? You know, I went, I went in. I am a woman who, you know, I wasn't mad at her. I'm mad at you. And I want to know what happened and Facts. how did we get here? Um, so when it came up, we talked about it and it was hard. It was a really hard and painful place. But I have to say that I'm grateful that it happened and that this was our appointment for growth as a married couple. Shit. Because there are some things that you are not going to address. Brokenness. I have brokenness. He has brokenness. But some yeah, things won't again. come up until you are tied <laughs> to another human. You don't have to face yourself with yourself. So when you are married to someone, I don't think anybody goes in looking to hurt right. the other person. Yeah. But I really believe that that there was a situation that had to happen for us to grow. And so for us to not to not think it's all roses and rose colored glasses, mm -hmm. there were some things about my husband that would have never been. He would have never had to face had I not been here and the same for me and him. Like, mm -hmm. but Aventer, I'm asking how did you find Yo, out on, about man. it? Did hold you on. see something? Say, Lonnie, Lonnie Love, she said to do all the BS, dog. I just want to throw that out there right, right. now. Facts. And not she letting you go with it. it. That's not the question I asked. How yeah. did you find out? Yeah, how did you find you, you, out? Y'all dancing. Y'all tap dancing around this conversation. Yeah, exactly. How did you find out? On his phone. I think it was something that he sent that didn't look. I think. I think it was something. So you lying. Mm, you lying. Like, so you, you telling me. like You don't think. Cheat on a woman. And then ask the woman, how did you find out? She will tell you yeah. exactly. Ain't no I think. Ain't no I especially, think. Especially if it's a year old. That's still fresh. Right. That's, that's, that's fresh. You're still working that out. Probably. Yeah, you are still working that out. So. You're in the same for me and him. Like, but Aventer, I'm asking, how did you find out about it? Did you see something on his phone? Come through, Lonnie. I think it was something that he sent that didn't look right. Oh. So I asked him about that. I didn't okay. see a message from her. Got it. Yeah. Thank you. And okay. Amateur, have you ever spoken to this woman or did you connect with her at all? Never. Never? No. Do you know what she looks like? I have no clue. Come on, man. I, I have no clue. Does that matter? Well, social media is too real for Actually, this. Actually, no. You know why it doesn't matter? It doesn't matter because I feel like whoever this person is, you know, she knew he was married because I asked if he, you know, that was a conversation between us. I was like, oh, you know, I think the way this particular situation came up is that when you have history with people, you have people you went to school with and all of that kind of stuff, that there can be, you know, that little edge of, so how are you? You keep going. It kind of right. keep, keep, keeps continuing. So um, after he and I dealt with it, we've seen counselors, we, we've Good. talked about it, and yeah. we were comfortable standing in front of our congregation just saying, hey, I was getting ready to leave. I didn't say I was getting ready to leave because he talked to someone else. And that's how it just got 
you know, blown out of proportion uh, that people were able to layer being so it. Honest. Hmm. Uh, let me say. I'll never regret being honest. I, mm. I, we're on the real. But, yeah. So I have to be honest, you know, real with my feelings. Because, like you said, time. you started your thing saying that. Yeah, we started nice play on the, on the title. Because I needed people to know that we came from a broken place, but we are that word again? through the place of healing. Yes. Is the counseling is, helping? Absolutely. But here's the thing. What I found out is the issues and challenges in my marriage are not eight years old. We've been married eight years. The issues are 41 years old Mm. because I'm 45. I'll be 46. And what happened to me on the front lawn of my house when I was abused is where the beginning of my brokenness started. And so I had to go. Okay, stop. Wait. So uh, you just you just played the the victim card. You cheated (laughs) Wait, wait, stop, stop, mm. wait, hold up, this didn't happen, this happened when you were five, mm. this happened, this, all this started 41 years ago, so you cheating last year was a result of you being taken advantage of at five years old, so now you're just being disrespectful and trying to, I guess, get, yeah, <laughs> you trying to get a pass off being a victim, and I'm not of saying what, he sexual abuse. And I'm well, I mean, what else could it be? I don't, I don't know. They've been alluding to a maybe lot he stuff, so intentionally left it vague so you can just whatever. But I'm not saying he wasn't a victim. I don't know that. But what I am saying is that have so is this the first time you cheated? Because and that's my issue. Like, so mm-hmm. if you know this has been issue since five, how many times is this same issue? Yeah, this come can't up? be the first time. No, nah, it can't be. Because you pointed straight to it. Oh, I know why this happened. And then here's another thing. How are you going to allude to a physical um, relationship and being taken advantage of as a youth to a non-physical relationship because you said it was emotional? That's not consistent. That's not consistent. Doesn't make sense. No, nah, it doesn't make sense. And even because I think the first time this story broke, wasn't he like finna commit suicide? Yeah, like T.D. Jakes had a pray over because you finna commit suicide over slaying text text messages back and forth to, to another chick. Yeah, no. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know his, I don't know his mental capacity, so I don't, I'm, I don't, I don't know, but it doesn't right. sound. If a pastor about to commit messages. suicide over some text messages, he's not ready to pastor. Bro, some text messages. Nah, no, no. All the way mm. back to my childhood. Yeah. There's a broken little boy in here that doesn't know how to function in intimate places. Wow. And so that fear, that brokenness traveled into my That's marriage. Again. So you look for safe places. And I went to an unsafe place. But I take Thank you. responsibility. I don't believe, you know, people say, well, you try to blame the devil. I don't blame the devil. No. I blame me. I blame me and I take responsibility and I think that's what men should do. And thank I think you for that. your honesty. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. you know. thank you for your thank you both yes. of you for your honesty. There's yeah. so much more to talk about. All right, so here's right. the thing. Tia didn't say shit, bro. It's or Tamara didn't say it, shit. Yeah, it's Tamara. Yeah, Tamara didn't say nothing. So here's the thing though. It's like I'm cool. Like, I'm not even mad at him for cheating. Let me just say that. I'm not mad at him for cheating. It's wrong. He shouldn't have cheated, right? Mm-hmm. But let's be fair, everybody has fallen short. In some form or fashion in his life through sin. We're only human. I right. get it. So we're cool, right? That was actually a good Joe Budden song. Um, so I'm not mad at that part. We can forgive that as as a Christian, as a relationship builder, and you know, as a community, we can forgive the cheating part. Yeah. Just don't do it again. Right? Yeah. Here's where, where you start crossing a line though. When you try to play on our intelligence. 
and play us like we stupid. Mm. Don't don't insult our intelligence by coming out to the church and alluding to the relationship. Your wife grabs the mic from you, and you can watch this on YouTube. The mic, the wife grabs the mic and starts talking about a strange woman and how she can't have him and everything like that. So she's the one that actually really he alluded to it, and she just threw it out there. Wait, this is like doing service. This is doing service. Oh, Reach. They was wild. They, it, bro, yeah. So why do you think the Lambo came out? Hey, when, like, like when the hold, spirit up, hold up. So, you so, so you had an emotional relationship, and you bought an eight hundred thousand dollar Lambo, my boy, bro. And you didn't pop your. And you didn't. Come on, man, stop. Mm. So don't don't play on our. Don't insult our intelligence, right? That mm. that's when you start crossing a line, and that's when it's, when the culture starts turning on you. Is when you try to play us like we stupid. Bro, but we forgot about my whole thing is like we were like he all right, was bro. off. Yeah, all right, you cheated. All right, you a pastor. All right, you bought it. Yeah, it happens. It's a pastor. Like right. we get it, temptation. All right, next, we off of it. So now you back, and you and you brought this all on yourself. So apparently he did one other interview. It's a sh- very short clip, and then I'll play you the voicemail. So check this out. I want to know who the chick so is. Confessing that his wife had to cover him. It was another confession. And no offense to the host of sister circles, but they were taking it like he was preaching. They were like, amen. Well, now, you know, like he was preaching, but he really wasn't preaching. He was confessing. I married a woman two sizes too big. I have to grow into Aventer. She's a coat. I still can't fit her. She's bigger than me. And she's had to cover me while I grow up. I gotta grow into her. But she's a covering. She's a covering, not a lid. My my wife has endured more pain she's a covering, not a than lid. both of our children. She has sacrificed <laughs> these last eight years uncovering the painful areas of my manhood and covering the areas covering. that could have exposed me. Mm. She deserves anything I can give her. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. I'm gonna live the rest of my life to honor her because she gave me what I couldn't give myself, which is a chance to heal while still seeing the God in me. Mm. What? Okay, come through Mary Mary. So just based off of what he said, basically that she's a covering for him, that she not she, a lid. Not a lid. <laughs> she's two sizes too big for him. Right. So he's growing into her. Mm. I get the analogy. That's cool. But the the thing is he she protected him from things that could have exposed him, which a good wife will do. Right. So again, mm-hmm. I'm not mad at him for buying a Lambo. Because he should give her whatever he needs to because she's covering him. But don't insult our intelligence and try to play us like we dumb. Just keep it real. Like, like people will love you if you tell the truth. Just be real about the situation. Just say, hey, look, it's actually a better story and a more inspiring story if you tell the truth and say, hey, I actually messed up. I did cheat on my wife. It was a physical relationship. And, you know... I saw the error in my ways. I turned it around. We worked through the marriage. Mm-hmm. It's disingenuous to be like, well, I cheated, but it was an emotional cheat that I had to pay for physically. He even talked about how they were on the verge of divorce in that church sermon. Uh-huh. Or that's the sermon when they were talking to the church when they came out, when this whole thing came out. Yeah. He was sleeping on the couch and they were on the verge of divorce for an emotional relationship. Um. I mean, it depends. I mean, like I said, I'm not, I'm not one to speak on the boundaries of anyone's relationship. So, I mean, that could very well be the case. And I get her, and I get her defending him mm-hmm. because she's, she's used to a certain lifestyle. 
Yep, that Lambo's proof of that. I mean, so if you're if you're used to a certain lifestyle and you and you love your husband and you're loyal, yeah, you're gonna make him pay, but you're gonna do whatever you need to do to cover it up. Right. But if you're gonna cover it up, do a better job. It's okay to like in this situation. If you're gonna lie, just lie effectively. Yeah. Don't. You can't be out thinking. You can't be half at because she went to a canned answer and Lonnie called her and made her answer yeah. the question again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, no, nah, how did you find out? And it didn't work out. Yeah, no, Lonnie ain't for them. She was reading through all that. So, last thing, voicemails. And we can wrap it. That's why I want these, voice, these voicemails. Right, this is what I've been waiting on this whole time. All right. So, how, how did she release the voicemails? Like, on SoundCloud? So, it, it, it pops on IG. So, uh, and I'll read you what it's saying before the voicemail comes on. So, this voicemail says that, or the context of it says that uh, Pastor Gray comes to town anticipating to see the mistress. He's supposed to meet her and her daughter at a dance uh, at Dance 411 in Atlanta, but he can't reach her and he decides to leave her this message. So here comes the message. Eventually. <laughs> uh, Yo, are you like ignoring me now? Mm. I'm just trying to make sure let me get this straight mm. i'm being ignored by someone who i have fought to so feed into get resources to i'm in your city and i can't get a call back i just want mm. to make sure i got my facts straight mm. got it heavenly father <laughs> Later she returns the call They meet at dance studio And then he gets a chance to meet everyone And so he ends up leaving another voicemail So here's the second one. Oh, wait before he does that Later he books her a hotel this is crazy ah okay there's here's the issue He books her a room in the same hotel that he and his wife are in so that he can see he can be with her uh since it had been a while since they had last seen each other. So weekend passes. Uh, apparently something popped off at the crib mm-hmm. with his wife, so he ends up calling her and leaving her another message because either the wife got the Apple ID, or somehow she started reading all these texts. So remember, she said, "Hey, it was something he wrote. I think it was a text or something." Right, right. So she finds out. She starts going ham on this fool, John. And he calls the mistress to tell her, yo, like, just check the tone. When you get this message deleted, my wife saw our text messages from Friday. She knows you were in the same hotel as me. And she does not know. So it cuts off there. So we don't know what. Is that we fucking? That's, that's what I, it's I mean, that's what it sounds like. If <laughs> <laughs> you had to fill in the blank. I mean, <laughs> She, she doesn't know they're having an emotional relationship. Here's another one. When you get this message deleted, my wife saw our text messages from Friday. Oh, this is a repeat. She knows you were in the same hotel as me, and she does not know. Hmm? Okay, so it cuts off there, right? Okay. It says what he says next on a voicemail would be too painful for his wife to hear, so she wouldn't share it. So she she intentionally cut the voice message at that oh. point. 
No, I need you. I need you. But then it says, hopefully, oh, that's oh, that's so chess. But hopefully, this will encourage him to tell the truth to his wife and those that matter, and stop lying and saying he and the mistress were only having conversations and texting. And so that's where it ends. So she hit her with the checkmate. Mm. So was there anything that came out after the voice messages leak? Yeah, the chick did an interview. The mistress actually did a a live interview. What did she go on the real too? No, she didn't go to real. No, she's not that oh. big. Um, Did she admit to they fucking? Yes. Okay. She said that, um, and again, you got to take this with a grain of salt because she tried, she tried to juice it up a little bit. Uh, but she said that basically she uh, never approached him. She was the one that was the aggressor. He was the one that approached her that um, made all of this happen and that she would never, ever, 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 ever come by here. She never did that. It was all on him. Hmm. And that he would send her messages about, uh, like sexual messages, like, hey, send me a pic. I'm going to edit it a little bit. Uh, but, you know, send me a pic of certain things. Snapchat. Gotcha. Um, and apparently he was always in his white tee and blue boxers, apparently, from her. And this is where you got to kind of take it with a grain of salt. Because, you know, when a woman's scorned and she just start throwing extra stuff in there just to be extra. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was cool with you. Y'all was rocking together, but now all of a sudden, like, oh, you ain't never been nothing. You know, you was never good in bed and all that. Like, so she started juicing that, talking about how, you know, he used to be in a white t-shirt with the with the gray undies and trying to do sexting and all this stuff and video chat. Like, so she threw some <laughs> she threw some juice on him. But um, yeah, she said it definitely was a physical relationship. She, he needs to stop lying. He needs to be upfront about it. And that's my thing. If just be accountable, my boy. That's it. Just be accountable. Don't don't half step. If you're gonna if you're gonna come out by yourself, because she didn't she didn't threaten him from what we know. He got a, he got brought into the church. His first session, he was like, "Hey, I got something I want to talk about," and they started going in on her. Mm. And to my knowledge, she didn't respond. This is the first time she said something, right? And then she didn't say anything until a year later, almost. They pop up on the reel, and the same day, the voicemails leak. He should he should have just left. He should have just what did they say? Left well enough alone. Mm-hmm. Like everybody yeah. already knew that. I mean, everybody figured that you had slept with somebody. So why go back and say, well, no, nah, it was just the emotional attachment, which, all right, but now we see that it's not. So it's like, why you just didn't stick with the first thing? Like, why you didn't stick with you sleeping around? Especially, it wouldn't have mattered. Especially if you're contradicting yourself from one interview to another where you're saying she's covering you mm-hmm. and you could be exposed. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, no. Like, how bad would it be exposed to say, like, you had an emotional relationship with somebody because you were getting advice on your marriage? Yeah. That's not being exposed. No, but it, it wasn't that. As the voicemails was showing, clearly, it, yeah. No, nah, you're talking about. She know we staying at the same hotel, and I'm sending you money, and I'm paying this, and I'm in your, I'm in your hood. You can't even fuck with a nigga, man. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have my facts right, <laughs> man? Uh, yeah, he was. That, that wasn't worth it. That nigga said, "Gotcha." Yeah. I just want to make sure my fast straight. Gotcha. <laughs> Yo, you know a nigga was feeling himself when he was oh, yeah. just like, oh, I just want to make sure my facts are straight. Right. Got it. Bro. Yo, very, very next text message. I need you to delete this message. Uh, I need to get that, that whole time. My wife, my wife knows about us. She knows we're staying at the same hotel. And she knows that I send you nudes. Right. In my blue boxers. NYT. 
Yeah, man. Oh my god, it's crazy how niggas will shift when when oh when the woman <laughs> find out, oh, bro. That energy was different. <laughs> what it will shift on you? Would you real? Would you realize that somebody else know way more than you thought they knew the first? Oh shit. my god. Oh, yo, man. and then and then the fact that you start the message off with delete this message. Yes, like that that's, was the that's first. How you know you got some fire coming behind that joint. Man. <laughs> He didn't do it once. He did it twice. Yeah, Go yeah, ahead. She does not follow the instructions well at all. Nah, because that what? message was not deleted. That's, that's her no. leverage. <laughs> yeah, that's and the he, first thing I thought with delete this. He's dumb for even thinking that she wouldn't hang yeah. on to this shit. Like, why would you think that, bro? You're a a pastor. I'm, I'm assuming a mega church. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. And you're sleeping around on your wife. Like, why would you? Why would you not think your mistress would hang on to the good stuff? Yeah, to blackmail you. At any time, that's we gotta be careful. We gotta be careful. With this is why else. side chicks shouldn't be messed with. Like, I mean, I know it was it was, it was a trend for the last couple of years, but like, if you have something worth holding on to, you can't have a side chick, bro. Yeah, yeah, well, say that shit. Dog. Has she left? No, they were just on the real. They were on the real. No, she's not gonna leave because of lifestyle. Like, mm. like she can't leave. What is she gonna fall back on? Just said the Lambo. You straight. I mean, she could just she could just sell that Lambo though. Yeah. Oh, you get divorced. I mean, it probably depreciated like two hundred thousand dollars by now. Yeah, just take it half in the divorce. You still straight. Hopefully, they pay cash for it. They finance it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you saved up eight hundred thousand dollars for that. <laughs> my boy, you cannot finance eight hundred thousand. Yo, he's making payments every two weeks. Eight hundred thousand dollars. Oh, you gotta do is write a check. Right. How many strings of income I have? <laughs> Yo, boy, your house better be paid off, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you got the love offering. You got eight hundred thousand dollars Lambo. Boy, that's that's but thick. no, but you know what? What's crazy? We can get off this uh, and end it. But um, it's scary that like how much influence and power a person can have because like his church is rocking with him, mm-hmm. and they defended him to nail. Yeah, I mean, because like just like we said on the original episode, especially in the black church. We expect the pastor to make mistakes. Yeah, yeah, but we also get pastors kicked out of church over yeah. those mistakes. You know, you know what it is. It's it's not enough mistresses. Yeah, mistresses come out. Ooh. That's what it is. See, the number matters. Speaking of which, no, that was actually a joke. But <laughs> no, that was a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny you said that because apparently what? there's more than one mistress. Oh shit! Oh, is there really? <laughs> there really is. Ah, uh, okay. he's done. So yeah. Anyway, do you know how many? We do not, but uh, would that number change your opinion on it? It would. Of course it would. How many mistresses do you need? I'll say. Yeah, how many mistresses do you need to screw in the light bulb? I'm tired, y'all. I'm sorry. No, we're good. <laughs> I'm we're like good. super tired. All right, man. I'm out. We out this mug? Yep. All righty. Just let it breathe. Just let it breathe, man. Hmm. I think that's all good enough. Hit us up. Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, Instagram. Start a conversation with us. Join the conversation we're already having. Um, check out our merch, bit.ly forward slash SBTL store. You will find all of our shit. And Nelson's King Gabe signing off. Join with J Rock. Young Rest. Speak between the lines. We are out of here. What?